I was going to do this on my podcast. But since, let me see what, what the numbers is at right now. We're about even. 3,500 each. We're about even. Okay, we got about 7,000 people cumulatively. So about to do this on my podcast. Maybe I still do it. But you know, Twitch, and maybe now YouTube. We're going to see what happens. Y'all get the extended version, okay? Okay. Chat, why do they fucking play with me? Okay. Hello, Meg the Stallion. I have your lawsuit up here right now. Okay. Don't ask me how I got it. My name is Big Fucking Act, who you disrespected. And I'm on your ass ever since. But your lawsuit is on my screen. Riddle me this. How did I get it? You know I got it, nigga. Meg. Your judge sent it to me. Even your judge fucks with me. It's big fucking act. How dare you? How could you get this? You just sent it to me. She's seen it. Forward to big act. Make the stallion's judge send me the shit. I had to ask the judge who to the judge. By the way, salute to the one, the hundred and fifty second judicial district in Harris County, Texas. Salute to y'all. I love y'all. Y'all my faves. But they fuck with Big Act. They said Meg's a liar. This is what they told me. Meg's a liar. Liar. L I A R. Liar. I said, well, I don't know if she's a liar, but she tried to lie on me. Like I ain't know what the fuck I was talking about. You know what I mean? But anyway. They said, here's the case. I said, holy. Rashad the ruler, I see you, boy. I said, why are you sending me this? Your honor. <laughs> your honor, why are you sending this to me? <laughs> Do you need me in your chambers? I said, no, 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 brother. <laughs> no. I want you to take a look at this. And I want you to break it down. I said, can I break it down on my stream? Says, have it all. I already see you tweeting out stuff that people don't know. By the way, you fucking dweeb over Apple Music who say, well, how does Act know? How does Big Act have this and you don't have shit? You fucking bum. Big Act gets it all. Salute to the judge. They don't like you niggas over there. They like me. You know why? I tell the truth. Y'all are liars. What was that dweeb's name? Yo, how did... How does I get this stuff? Shut up! Fucking bum. Fucking peon. You're not big ass. You'll never be. I get the shit. Warden sent me shit. The judges sent me shit. Defense attorneys, prosecutors, everybody. The cops who locking up the niggas, they want to send me shit too. I just won't pay them. So you got to go to TMZ. I'll help you go to TMZ if I can get part of the 
bag. So for that dweeb over at Apple Music, this is why I had to go to Spotify, buddy. You tweak it over there. They wanted the B talent. Spotify wanted the A. Sorry, buddy. I'm the nigga. You're a bum. What's his name? What's his name? Somebody said, I thought you don't give all the sources. I can say the judge sends it to me. You know why? What are they going to say to the judge? What are you going to say to the judge? I don't give all my sources. You're right. But you know why I can say the judge sent it to me? What you going to do? <laughs> anyway. The judge wanted me to break this down. And they really asked me my opinion. And I'm not saying my opinion might, might help the case either way. But they wanted my opinion. They texted me today again. Okay? Your Honor. Okay? I'm, I'm going to send all of this in a text message to you. But we keep it live. Okay? Let's read it, people. Defendant 1501 files his original answer and counterclaims as follow. So let me explain what this is. Meg the Stallion has sued Cole Crawford and 1501 Entertainment to say we dropped a fucking garbage project named Something for the Hotties. Y'all don't know what that is? Me neither. So let's do let's do everybody a favor. We're gonna get on our favorite app. <laughs> Salute to Spotify. Um, and we're gonna look this bullshit up. Something for the hotties. Something. Hotties. I don't even. Okay, here we go. Here this bullshit is. Now let me. Let me. Here's the important part, people. See what it says? 21 songs, 45 minutes. In the contract, and we're going to read it, how much it has to be for anything to be an album. But we're going to read this because men lie, women lie, the fucking court documents don't. Ever since I pulled the court documents on this on this chick, Magda Stiles, she shut the fuck up. Meg, you can't fuck with me. You was playing around with Tory and shit like that, slapping him in his bald head, all doing all type of goofy shit. I'm a different monster, shorty. You can't play with a nigga like me. You hear me? I come with the facts. So let's read it. Okay. Here we go, people. Here's the summary of the lawsuit. This is a counterclaim. Megan Pete, aka Meg the Stallion, aka Meg the Mule, is a performing artist. 1501 is the record company that discovered Meg the Mule and signed her several years ago when no label were interested in doing so. She was a twerking ass chick on the corner with no fucking talent. Let's just. Put it out there. This baseball nigga who got money to waste said, I'll turn her into an artist. Let's see if I can get into this shit. Listen, this is Meg the Mule's second lawsuit against 1501. Meg, you fucked up. I keep telling you, Tori is lightweight. Even Tori copped to play with me. You think you fit ain't cop to play with me? You stupid as a motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, I'm over here. All y'all artists, I'm just making all y'all cop please. I don't care who it is. I'm on y'all next. Anybody could get it. Anybody. 
You just another victim. I'm sorry. Let's go. Meg the Mule made an outrageous claim that she was never unable to prove. Ultimately, Meg the Mule in 1501 negotiated and signed a settlement agreement. Whoa. Hold up. Let me roll, roll this up. Meg the Mule in 1501 negotiated and signed a settlement agreement. We never heard about this. This is new. That amended Meg the Mule's original recording contract. Holy. That settlement agreement was signed by the parties who were each Represented by multiple attorneys. Wait. Let me think out loud here, people. So Meg the Mule, who's been trying to get off 1501, already signed a settlement agreement with 1501. So why are they beefing? People, somebody help me. Why are y'all still beefing if y'all were beefing from way back and y'all signed a settlement agreement? Where are my people at on Twitch? Y'all see that? Yo, mule kicks. I see you, buddy. Easy money. I see you. GNAC, what's the problem? Let's keep reading. That settlement agreement was signed by the parties who each were represented by multiple attorneys. That part of the settlement agreement, attorneys representing each parties signed a joint notice of non-suit with prejudice. So basically saying it wouldn't go back to court. But... Meg the Mule! Lawyers never filed a settlement agreement or joint notice of non blah 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 with the court. Right. So, I'm trying to. Wait. Let me try to break this down. So, Meg the Mule and her team signed a fucking deal. That the beef they had with her record label, they were going to settle due to some terms. We don't know yet. Yet. Meg, you know I know, right? <laughs> Meg, you know I, Yo, Meg, by, by this time, yo, Meg, I know how much money you get every time you, I know how much money in your bank account, shorty. It's big act. Don't ask me how. Your banker sent it. I'm sorry. Just relax. Hold up. We won't get to it. Sorry, everybody. Just I'm Big Act. I don't know how they tell me. I don't know why they do. I'm sorry. It's Big Act. Hold up. So y'all signed a settlement to end the beef. But here's the thing. Make the Mule's lawyers never filed a settlement agreement with the court. And then make the Mule's denied the existence or enforceability of the settlement agreement. I got to make sure I can see everything. The settlement agreement while accepting benefits of it. So basically, let me just put this in perspective. Make the stallion, okay? And 1501. Meg is saying, yo, I should be off the label or you didn't pay me. They're also saying, well, you you owe us money. It's not us paying you, you owe us money. They came to a settlement. We don't know what year the settlement is. It doesn't say on this first page. I'm gonna read everything. We're gonna get to it. They signed a settlement, but Meg the Stallion's lawyer never filed that the settlement agreement or the joint notice is with non-prejudice or with prejudice with the court. So they never acknowledged it with the court, but they signed it. 
Then they denied its existence and they denied that it could be enforced, but they accepted the benefits out of it. When you obviously the agreement must have said, well, you do this, we do this, you do this, we do this. Here's what I heard. Meg, I heard this from your business manager. Y'all re-signed a deal after y'all were beefing with these people. The settlement included pretty much a deal. The, that's the deal of y'all were comfortable with the money you were getting, and then they were going to be comfortable with the projects they were getting. It's a deal. Don't fire your business account, Meg. I have every tap on you. Don't do it. Okay? Cool. Let's keep going. Meg, you know you done fucked up, right? I don't know who you thought I was. Trash and, trash and KO. These are the motherfuckers. I'm Big Ack. So 51 filed a motion to enforce the settlement and dismiss Meg the Mule's first lawsuit. A hearing on that motion was scheduled for Friday, February 22. A week before the hearing, Meg the Mule voluntarily dismissed the first lawsuit to avoid the hearing. That's interesting. Let me keep breaking it down. Somebody said drink water. Thank you. I love my chat. Yo, Slushy. Slushy out of Twitch chat. I love you. I love you. Yeah, wait, is YouTube still going on or, 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 or did they tap out? Because I ain't going to lie. Twitch is, Twitch is killing it right now. Nah, I ain't going to lie. Nah, Twitch is killing it. Wait, we have 5,500? Nah, I ain't going to lie. YouTube, y'all got to step it up. Y'all at 3,800. I, I can see the numbers. You can see the numbers right here? Oh, shit, I can see it. Look. 5,800. 3,700. Okay, yeah, I think Twitch winning right now. All right, Twitch, keep turning up. But let's get back to the story. Holy. Meg, I told you, you don't fuck with the right one. Let's keep reading. So apparently, y'all got sued before, but you dismiss, you dismiss the shit. Right? Well, actually, y'all was about to sue, but then y'all dismissed it because y'all realized it was a hearing. Then on February 18th, Meg the Mule filed the second lawsuit against 1501 after denying the validity of the signed settlement agreement in her first lawsuit. She's admitted in her second lawsuit, whatever, whatever, see original petition. There's a bunch of documents. The sole issue is in her second lawsuit is whether the recording for something for the hotties, which Meg the Mule released on October 29th, 2021, is an album that satisfy her recording commitment under her contracts with 1501. It is not such an album. Now, Meg the Mule. Again, you, you you're basically a hot air balloon. You're just a bunch of gas. No facts. You're not coming with paperwork. You know who came with paperwork? Big act. From what I heard, and don't tell me why your managers are telling me this. Your new managers. I don't know why they're telling me this. Maybe they like me. I'm a likable guy. Apparently, this is your contract. 
you have two more projects, two more albums that are due to 1501. Also, when y'all did that settlement deal, reason why you signed it, you took some money from 1501. So you got paid by them, even though publicly people thought you were beefing with them. But now that you have two albums left, you're trying to finesse. Now, let me get back to this, this shit. The sole issue is, is that basically, and I'm, I'm going to try to get out of the legal speak that some of y'all can understand. Something for the hotties, that little EP. Yo, they're basically saying that's bullshit, bro. It doesn't fucking add up. It doesn't add up to being an album. That's what 1501 is, is saying. Meg wants it to count as an album. They're saying it doesn't fucking count as an album. She's finessing us and we're not going to take finessing. So they start breaking it down. Something for the hotties is make up of 21 records. Let me just tell y'all and give y'all some music business, you know, just usual legal speak that's in most contracts. Uh, LP, we could Google it right now. Again, we're doing everything live. LP album. Um, an LP, LP from long plane or long place in analog sound storage medium, blah, 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 da, 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 da. um, let's get to the, um, the format. Oh my God. I want, I want to get to minutes and songs minutes. Okay. Cool. Limited blah blah. Those are historical like things of like LP. Oh my god. Okay. Mm, I'm, I'm trying to get an updated sense. I don't know why I'm on. I'm looking through a lot of Wikipedia shit. Let me just go to a general thing. Difference between the LP. Okay, I'll just do difference between LP and EP. Okay. Um. And this is how it's usually written in most contracts because you know they're standard things. Who's that? Who got money on their Ethereum wallet? Ethereum going up, brother. So keep it there. Hold on. What's the difference? Let me just show y'all. I could just tell y'all right now. But it's like the history of it. Like an LP used to be this. So, an, oh my God. An LP used to be this and an EP used to be this. These days, what, what, what I could tell you what an LP is, is an EP is usually like, an EP usually is about 30 minutes. Okay. So EP is usually 30 minutes and, and an LP. So seven songs, 30 minutes. That's usually an EP. If it's under 30 minutes, seven songs, it's an EP. If it's over 12 songs, around 45 minutes, it's an LP. I, I know I'm trying to get y'all like, I, I want to show y'all proof of everything I'm saying. Not that y'all can just believe me on everything, but like some like some of these things are showing the whole history of what an EP eventually became, right? Anyway. So, 
something for the hotties made of 21 recordings, including blah, blah, blah. It is not original material. Okay? Include freestyle, blah, blah, as far as 2019. So this is this is basically the label saying, yo, that what she submitted as an album is not an album. The mixtape is made up of 21 songs. It includes mad spoken interludes, which um, Meg Thee Stallion doesn't even appear on some of them, as well as several previously recorded um, released recordings. It's not an original. It was not original material, right? In usually contracts, it says the material you submit for an album has to be original recorded material. Okay. She put songs out that were previously available to the public. It wasn't original songs that were out for years. They're disputing that that should be counted as original material. In the contract with 1501, don't ask me how I seen it, Meg. You, you fucked up the last time you asked me how I seen shit. It says she has to deliver original recordings for her album. So if she uses old freestyles, old things that people have seen, that's not original technically, right? Because it's previously been out, whether it was published by a DSP or not. On YouTube or archival material as far back as 2019, that results in the total duration of the of the new recordings. Because she did have new recordings on there. That new recordings that featured Meg the Mule, it's only 29 minutes long. Remember what I just told you about the time limit? They're basically saying this is not even an EP. It's barely an EP. The recording was described in the music press as a compilation of archival. So Megan Stallion's team and 300 put out a press release about the tape. It said it was about it was a compilation record of archival materials and some new recordings. And they said Megan Stallion herself described the release on social media as freestyles. Y'all been asking for plus a few unreleased songs from my archives to hold y'all over. So they're basically saying, bro, this is not an album. You're not going to finesse us to count it as an album. They said Meg Thee Stallion knows that each album must include at least 12 new master recordings of her studio. Uh, see, remember, 12? I told you I had a number. 12 new master recordings of her, new, of her studio performances or of previously unrelated musical compositions. She knows that 1501, and this is where, like, you know, I think it's going to be big. 1501 gets to approve musical compositions to be included on each album. So if you put something out, so she submitted something to 300 Records, 1501 has has her in that contract with, with 300. If 1501 didn't approve those to be on an album, Technically, that's not an album. Meg the Mule knows that none of this happened here. Meg the Mule also knows that these previously, um, those that these provisions are common and they appear in most record contracts for good reason. And Meg the Mule's lawyers know that these requirements have been upheld in other lawsuits in the past. Basically, saying, "Yo, a art like you got to think about it. If a artist could drop." Whatever they wanted without the record label saying that they approve, an artist would record a bullshit album, drop it, then drop their real shit. That's why people are so up in arms what niggas saw Frank Ocean did. Because the label took what Frank Ocean offered because they didn't think it was bullshit. But Frank Ocean really had the shit, the shit 
on the other album that he was going to drop right after they dropped their shit. You get what I mean? So in general, an artist has to get the approval of the label to say, okay, we approve this and we are going to count this as an album. Meg the Mule's label, 1501, did not approve it. So 300 just put it out on, on some erroneous shit, right? Cool. She never see she never saw the approval. Um, they only learned of the, the 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 release hours before it came out because still they have to sign off on it, right? So they signed off on it. Like again, Carl Crawford had to sign off on it, but not because they signed off on it being released means they signed off on it being counted as an album. By a letter dated blah blah, advised Meg the Mule's lawyer. Um, oh, so by a letter dated. January 5th, 1501, so Carl Crawford's label advised Meg the Mule and her lawyers that the most re the most recent release is not an album under a contract. Meg the Mule's lawyer did not respond until Jan January 24th, and that's when um, Carl Crawford responded three days later. Meg the Mule um, filed her second lawsuit without notice or discussion um, on the 18th. The new lawsuit was groundless because she knows something for the hotties does not meet the requirements of an album under the three contracts that she signed with 1501. So here's the problem. If Meg the Mule was like, young boy should be out of her contract with 1501, but like she's playing games. Give them two fucking albums. They fucking invested a bunch of shit into you. You were a fucking starving artist that wasn't popping at first. They put a lot of money into fuzzing the system, fixing the buzz, setting everything up that you popped off. And now that you popped off, you're trying to run to Jay-Z. Niggas, just give them two albums. Do it like Youngboy. Give them two, like, you know how many albums Youngboy gave, gave motherfucking, Youngboy gave Atlantic 22 albums. You think Youngboy signed for fucking 22 albums? But that nigga just wanted to put out music and try to keep hot. Meg Thee Stallion is trying to finesse. This finesse, it don't seem like it's going to go, okay? Gerald Denial, okay. Under blah, blah, 1501, Gerald denies, da, 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 respectfully requests that Meg the Mule be required to prove her claim, da, 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 da. Okay. Let me see if we can find any, any other good information. The, the judge told me I was going to see, which we, we found out she signed for three albums. She did one. She owes two. That's it. That's the point. Meg the Mule signed for three albums. She released one. Everything else is a mixtape. They don't count it. I'm not saying I stand by that because I think artists should be counted on what they do. But artists also finesse because everybody it's all about the bag. You get me? She signed a settlement agreement to say, okay, cool. We understand. They got some extra money. And then when it came to like this last move, they're trying to finesse again. So that's why they're talking about this settlement that they signed before. Okay. All right. There's some Texas shit. Pleading further. Let me see. I'm going to try to find some good shit for y'all. Here we go. Let me see. Okay, here we go. So here's a counterclaim. On March 20... On March 2nd, 2020, Meg the Mule filed her first baseless lawsuit against 1501. Megan Pete, a.k.a. Meg the Mule, versus 1501 um, Certified Entertainment um, da, 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 in the same court. 
Meg the Mule filed the initial lawsuit to try to force her record company to renegotiate the aspects of her very first recording contract that she no longer aligned after, liked after she signed with new rock, uh, management at Rock Nation. Chat, everything I tell y'all just be on point. Rock Nation comes up in a fucking lawsuit. I'm not lying to y'all. Like, nigga, I be telling y'all the facts. Meg the Mule and these rest of these fucking bum-ass artists, when they come at Big Hack, it's because they just be in their fucking feelings. I am right all the time. I'm the I'm the best journalist that hip hop ever birthed. Like, you know what I mean? In like a year, I passed all these bum ass niggas. I don't care who we talking about. Look, I told y'all, it's Rock Nation trying to be for these niggas. Meg the Mule didn't like her contract no more. She signed Rock Nation. It got in her ears to be like, oh, you deserve better. We could get you out of this. We could do blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what she said? Yo, sue these niggas. Let's get out of here then. Uh, they're fighting back. Even though Meg the Mule's claim was unfounded. 1501 sought to address her concerns, and the initial case was settled. See, this is the thing. Meg the Mule, why did you settle with these niggas if you're trying to get out of the contract? I never knew about this. This is breaking news. And all y'all little other little outlets and everybody else, y'all could take it. This is big information from Big Act. Meg the Mule was signed a, signed a settlement agreement on March 1st, 2021. Look, even though Meg the Mule... Claims was unfounded. 1501 sought to address her concerns. And the initial case. So the case y'all filed. Look. The first case was back here. First case was here. And the first case was because she ain't like it. Because she got new management. They settled the case. They settled the case. In March 1st, 2021. Why we never heard no talk about that? What happened? You see all these little dick round motherfuckers who be, be questioning Big Act when Big Act be putting out information? I think I'm the greatest journalist you've ever seen. Now I'm coming with the documents. You know what niggas gonna say? Yo, academics type this up himself. Shut the fuck up, you bum. Look, Meg the Mule has accepted benefits under the settlement agreement. Why sign the settlement? If you're going to accept the, 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 the benefits, but not live up to the stipulations. But she's refused to comply with the provisions she does not like, including one directing the parties to file a joint suit of not uh, a joint notice of non-suit with prejudice. So basically they were trying to say, we're going to take it out of court. Meg sign the shit unless they're saying that call Crawford. And his team wrote Meg's name in there. They're saying they signed it. This is a court document. Like, nigga, there's ramifications to this. If these motherfuckers is lying about there being a settlement, the judge can say, show me the settlement. Now, if Meg sounds like, well, I, we never signed a settlement, that's fake. They could bring in a whole motherfucking. There's people who analyze, like, you know, signatures in this and third. They're saying that Meg signed a settlement. Look, and oh, we're going to find out what these benefits are because they're saying she accepted the benefits, but she just refused to comp comply with the other shit. Instead, Meg the Mule continued to pursue the case she had already settled for almost a year. No way. Not Meg the Mule. Why would she do this? She's the victim. Everybody just keeps doing her wrong. Everybody keeps taking advantage of her. Why would this be a thing? We love Meg. Meg's the biggest victim. 
we ever seen. Why would she settle a case and still keep trying to fight the case? Let's read more. Faced with an impending hearing, right? Think about it. Faced with an impending hearing on 1501's motion to enforce the settlement, which Meg the Mule knew she would lose, Meg the Mule, and without any notice to 1501, filed a non-suit without prejudice in the initial lawsuit on, on February 16. So, apparently, there was a dismissed thing that Meg started beefing with this thing about, like, right before, like, me and her got into it. Basically, she knew that there was a settlement, and then they amended their lawsuit to file a non-suit with prejudice or without prejudice. Listen, only two days later, Meg the Mule filed another lawsuit against 1501. Meg the Mule claimed for declaratory judgment in this lawsuit is wholly without merit. It distorts the recording commitment that she contractually owns 1501. And indeed, her original petition does not mention the distribution agreement between Theory Entertainment LLC DBA doing business as 300 Entertainment 1501 and Meg the Stallion which defines which defines an album so there's an agreement between 300 Entertainment Meg the Mule and 1501 that clearly defines what an album is let's see maybe they'll explain what that is under the contracts executed between the parties Something for the hotties plainly does not meet the requirement for an album. That's sati that would satisfy Meg the Mule's recording commitment. 1501 is seeking a declare, uh, it seeks to declare that to, uh, seeks a declaration to that effect, as well as its attorney fees and costs. In addition, Meg the Mule has repeatedly breached her contracts. 1501 seems to recover money damages based on those breaches as well as attorney fees and costs okay this is about jurisdiction we're gonna read that they got factual blah blah well some factual background okay th this is good we might learn something let us read it the suit arises out of february 18 Exe executive artist recording and performance contract this is artist agreement between Meg the Mule and her record label, Meg the Mule did sign with 1501 and after in 2018 after CEO Carl Crawford discovered her, recognized her many talents, caught her twerking on the pole. Allegedly, I don't know about that. I, I'm just saying it. Uh, Meg the Mule, no, Mr. Crawford took big risk on Meg the Mule and has spent his time, energy, and money to help Meg the Mule in develop into the success she is today. Crawford is from. Houston, well-known for his baseball career, played on the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, Boston Red Sox, and L.A. Dodgers. He retired from baseball in 2016. He desired to pursue music and join the, uh, his dream in pursuing the music industry and creating 1501 with longtime friend Travis Farris, an industry veteran known as T. Farris. Um, they discovered Meg the Mule on social media. Um, when Mr. Crawford saw Meg the Mule perform, he knew there was no one else like her in the industry. The twerking was spectacular, particularly from Houston. He told Mr. Ferris that he needed to sign her. After signing Meg the Mule, Mr. Crawford decided to bring on board James Prince, known as Jay Prince, 
and 300 Entertainment as a record distributor distributor at the end of 2018 with the goal of benefiting promising young artists like Meg the Mule, Mr. Prince, which is Jay Prince, his godfather of Houston rap music, has a long history of identifying, developing, and promoting talented, well-known artists such as the Ghetto Boys. 300 Entertainment similarly has worked with a wide range of popular artists, including Young Thug and Fetty Wap. Indeed, 300 Entertainment, blah, 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 have one. Okay, cool, cool. They're just saying facts. Um, Crawford brought on G. Robinson, G. Ro Robertson, who actually man's Nick at a point. Um, these are all people like industry people know. Who has long history in the record, blah, 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 blah. Imagine he's played a key role in the artists in the artists of Kanye, Lil Wayne, Drake, T.I., Nicki Minaj, yeah. Meg the Mule was satisfied with 1501 until September in 2019 when she entered into a management agreement with the new agency, Rock Nation, holy, after the passing of her mother, who was a Houston rap artist herself, who had previously served as Meg the Mule's manager. Rock Nation notorious is notorious in the music industry for trying to persuade its management clients to leave their record labels and sign with Rock Nation affiliate label. The acrimony between the parties with Rock Nation's involvement. Okay, let, 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 let's talk about that. So Rock Nation started managing Uzi. They told him to leave DJ Drama and Don Cannon. That was their whole beef. Rock Nation started managing Bobby Schmurder. Tell him, yo, gotta get out of Epic Records. You gotta get over here. Rock Nation, Megan Stallion, you got to leave that bum-ass baseball player. Come over here. I see it. I'm just saying. On the advice of Rock Nation, without providing 1501 with a contractually required notice under the artist's agreement or complying with the artist's agreement, Meg the Mule actually filed a lawsuit March 20th, March 2nd, March uh, 2020, against 1501 and Carl Crawford in an attempt to Use her newfound success to renegotiate the artist's agreement, which she signed when she was unknown. Okay? 1501 and Cole Crawford listened to her concerns, however, unsubstantiated, and attempted to work with her because Meg the Stallion still owes 1501 two albums. Okay? On March 1st, 2021, they reached a settlement. This is a settlement that we haven't heard from Meg the Mule. And they memorialize their agreement, a written statement, agreement, the settlement agreement, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, as of Meg, uh, March 1st, 2021, all of Meg the Mule's claims related to the artist's agreement were fully released. In light of the settlement and the release, the, the parties agreed to advise the court that the initial lawsuit was settled and the center. I'm, I'm trying to make some sense of it for y'all. I'm going to give you a little bit more regular people speak than lawsuits speak. Carl Crawford is saying, yo, me and her, we we settled this whole thing in March last year. We settled it. We figured out what she was going to give us, what we were going to give her, whether it was money, whether from Megan was albums, and we both signed it. It was It's called a settlement. And then basically, she was still unhappy and filed another lawsuit. And they're basically trying to tell the judge, we need you to uphold this settlement, even even if um um. And I know what Meg's team is gonna say, well, we never submitted it to the court that we signed the settlement, which might have to go down to really figuring out who signed it. It might have to go to fucking signature specialist to figure out, okay, did she really sign it? Because it looked like they're trying to come up with 
the fact of, oh, we never agreed to that. We never signed that contract, right? Despite having blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. And Mr. Princess Defenders, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. It's a bunch of shit. Anyway. So they're counter-suing. They want a declaratory judgment. They're counter-suing for breach of contract, right? And breach of settlement, right? I'm trying to see if there's anything else that we should know. They want attorney fees. And they want damages. Look, okay. Pursuant to blah, blah, da, da, da. Including monetary relief over a million dollars. Okay, so they're suing Meg for a million dollars. And they want a trial by jury. They have these weird things, prayer. Like, this is some weird, like, court speak stuff. Cool. Okay. Hey, Megan. In case you, in case you know, I know you thought like I was a little peon out here, but uh, I want you to look at. I think this is your case number right here, ain't it, Megan? 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 I think this is your case number. Yes, I have it on the screen. I told you to stop fucking playing with me. I might have all your shit on the screen now. Okay, I'm waiting for your businessman to send me some shit. I have that on the screen as well. Okay, so. This is what you got going on in court. I'm waiting to see you and your lawyers file some stuff because I'm going to have that up on here as well. And um, since you claim that I'm a liar or I'm getting paid by blogs, I wonder who you think is paying me now, Meg. Who do you think is paying me now? It's not Tory. can't be. You don't give a fuck about this. Who do you think paying me now? Huh, Meg and Pete? Meg the Mule? No, I'm a f the same way I succeeded in this rap fucking game by not taking the bullshit of people like you. I'm on your ass. That's how I made it. So I'm gonna keep being the guy, okay? All right. Um, if y'all want me to upload a copy of this, I I will. Okay. This is this is um. I don't say is it public knowledge. Salute to the judge. <laughs> Salute to the judge. Okay? The judge sends it to me, man. The judge don't even like you. I wonder why. All right, people. Copy down. If y'all want to if y'all look up everything about Meg, don't be believing me. Here's the shit you need. This is her name. She's a plaintiff. This is the defendant. This is a court. If y'all think I'm lying, Google this court, call down, talk to the clerk. Hey, is there a case call? I just sent it to you. It's right here. How could I attain the documents relating to this case? This is all you got to say. I'm teaching all y'all how to get the court documents. Call down to the clerk. Hey, how could I uh, obtain the, the actual court documents? Can I get the, I want the initial complaint. I want all the motions. I want any particular hearings. I want all the minutes. They're going to give you a little fee. It's not much, but everybody get money here, right? 
Meg the Mule ain't the only one getting money, right? Do that, and all these all these documents will be in your uh they'll be in your possession too. Sorry. Meg the Mule, you like that one? I'm just getting started. Don't worry. Alright, cool. Let's get on to some ratchet baby mamas. We got a lot of shit to talk about, man. Yo, how we doing right now? Hold on, let me, let me get this out of here. Bang. Holy. How we doing? Okay, we still about tied. It's 3,700, 3,700. YouTube hanging in there. Twitch hanging in there. Holy. Perfect. Okay, cool. All 